Assalamu alaikum and welcome to We Are Enough. Okay, so I hope that you enjoyed the last uh, two episodes. Um, and I said last week that I would talk about, um, you know, uh, judgmental, being judgmental and um, talking about those people, about how they were when they were young and how they are now. Um, but as I was scrolling through Facebook yesterday, I came across something and it really triggered something for me and it brought up a lot of feelings that I personally <laughs> wish I didn't see that advert, but I did see it and yeah, and instead of talking about what I was talking about, what I wanted to talk about, I want to talk about something else. I want to talk about polygamy. Um, and I want to talk about these brothers um, venture into polygamy and I want to talk about the sisters um, that have to endure this I for one have been um, you know a witness to many polygamy, polygamy marriages and I've had to support a lot of sisters going through it and I'm not against polygyny before anybody starts thinking, oh, here we go, an anti-polygynist again. Another woman who's anti-polygyny is against the Sunnah, Rasulullah And no, I'm not against polygyny. And um, I'm not against the Sunnah. And I have no issues with uh, polygyny. I have no issues with men who do polygamy right. I have no issues with men who take on second, third, fourth wife and treat them all right. Give them their rights, give them their nights, give them, you know, uh, financial security, look after them, um, provide a roof over their head, make sure that their wives are fed, clothed um, and, you know, taken care of. That they are taking responsibility for looking after their children, that they breed out of all these marriages, that they are not sticking these women on uh, benefits um, and council houses because they can't afford to look after them. I'm not against polygamy. Uh, with men who are responsible men, who are men of honour, who are men who honour their women, yeah? I'm not against polygyny when it comes to men who do their, their role correctly, according to the sunnah. And I'm not against men who take up other sunnahs are more important and make sure that they are uh, abiding by the law of Allah, who are doing their uh, obligatory obligatory actions they're supposed to do, obligatory ibadah, who fear Allah and who do things according to the book of Allah. No, I'm not against polygyny that when it's done the right way. What I am against, I'm against polygyny when men don't do their role properly, right? Who are just getting married right, left and centre with no regards to the woman that is there and that has been there from the beginning the woman who has to endure watching her man go off and take on another woman while he doesn't provide for her uh, doesn't uh, look after her and her children yet he's willing to take on another woman and do exactly the same thing to her right i don't have i i don't have issues with polygyny as i said what i do have issues with those men who are going around destroying women's lives yeah for the sake of having another woman for the sake of fulfilling his desire and you know not thinking about the consequences of his actions i've seen so many women who have had to suffer at the hands of men yeah who have become mentally broken women right who are not 
even sane anymore. I know women who have completely psychotic breakdowns because of all of this. I know women who have been left divorced, yeah, with three, four children and can't even, you know, uh, just making, just literally living day by day and trying to just survive the day because they're so mentally broken and who are trying to pick up the pieces that the man left them in. And it's, it's soul destroying watching these women. And, you know, there's only so much that as other women who are supporting them that we can do for them. And, it, you know, it's, it's what angers me is that these men take on these other women and they destroy that first marriage and then they take on another woman and they destroyed that marriage and they destroyed that woman. Right. And they don't think about all the children that's involved in these marriages and that are watching all of this happen, that are watching their mothers break down, that are suffering the consequences of all that behavior that their, their father is putting on their mother. And then there's other brothers, other brothers who are in dawah. Right. And I'm not one to start outing for many years. I've kept my mouth shut. But there's brothers out there who are in Dawa, who are also, you know, targeting their sisters who are vulnerable, marrying them off on, um, you know, uh, on lies. I don't know how else to put it, but on lies, telling them that they're not uh, married um, and that they're their only own wife. They end up marrying them, using them and then abusing them and then chucking them. And these is again, are left broken and having to pick up the pieces. I personally, I personally had to watch a close friend many, many years ago go through this with about a brother in Dawa. Um, you know, a brother who is out there still doing Dawa. He's caused so much damage, so much damage to so many sisters, so many sisters, especially this one sister that I know. And literally, it's been years, years after that marriage. And this sister is still trying to pick up the pieces of what he caused to her and her family. Right. He nearly he pushed them so much, so much that, he, you know, he pushed them towards shirk. He pushed them away from Islam. He pushed her to breaking point. And yeah, he goes around. He's become well known. He's become famous. He's bringing out books. But where's his apology? Where's his apology for bring for for the things that he's done to these sisters? Yet he continues on with his life. He still has his first wife. He still has his children. He's still working in in the Islamic field. He's still earning his money. And this sister is what is she? What you know? What what has she got apart from pain? Apart from pain and mess. And you know, it's really hard not to out this brother. And I'm not going to let my anger overtake and start naming who he is. But, you know, he better be cool because I'm, I'm reaching a point where there's so many brothers out there doing this that I will, I will start naming them and I will start shaming them until they start coming to their, concert, you know, their senses and start fixing up and start apologizing to these sisters that he, they cause so much faith and start trying to make amends. Sisters. And then, you know, there's other brothers who've been in marriage for you know, 15, 20 years. And then it's like 20 years later, they're all of a sudden, oh, you know, darling, I want to take on another wife. After she's, you know, been committed to you for what, 15, 20 years, been cleaning your house, cooking your food, looking after your children, tending to your every single need. And now all of a sudden you want to dump on her when she's in her 40s, 50s, 60s, that you want to take on another wife. What do you need another wife for? What do you need another wife for? Just be happy with the wife that you have. You know, and just enjoy your retirement and go and do retirement things with your wife and enjoy these last few years that you probably have. Yeah. 
It, I, I don't understand the mentality of these men who are so eager, so eager to get their desires fulfilled, that they're willing to break their homes and they're willing to cause so much turmoil to their children and to their wife to get another woman. To fulfill one desire, you're willing to break a whole home. And, you know, I don't understand, the, you know, the other thing is as well, um, you know, I'm talking about the men, but there's there's women involved in these as well. These women that are coming on as second wives, you know, you need to do your part as well. When these men are coming to you, when they're coming to you and they, they're talking to, talking about bringing, bringing you on as a wife, what questions are you asking these men? Are you actually you know, investigating what their, what their state is, what the state of their first wife is, is at. Is he providing for his first wife? Is he looking after his first wife? Is he doing his role as a man? Or is he just doing exactly what I said, you know, not doing nothing for his wife and just bringing on another, another stress that the wife doesn't need? You know, what role are you going to be playing in breaking this happy home? You know, are you happy? Can you live with that? Can you live with the fact that you are breaking another woman's life? That you are breaking her soul? That you are destroying her mental state? You need to look into this and you need to, to know that if you're going into polygamy, that you are going in with a man who is going to be looking after you and is going to be looking after his first wife. It's not just about, I want to get married, I'm lonely and I need a man and, I, and you know, it's my right to get married and if he wants to get married to me, what's wrong with that? It's the sunnah, it's permissible. No, no, that's not, that, that's not all that it's about. There's more to that. And if, you know, a, a true Muslima thinks about everything, she looks about everything, she looks about how her role coming into somebody else's life is going to affect them. Is, it gonna, is there going to be barakah in this? Is there going to be good in this? Is it going to make everybody's life, you know, um, more fulfilling? Is it going to bring all of you closer to Allah? And fitna doesn't bring people close to Allah. It breaks people's hearts. It makes the iman lower. It breaks them. It makes them stop praying. It makes them stop making du'a. It makes them start questioning their faith. Do you really want to have this responsibility on your shoulder? Because you will have to answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you cannot give the answer that I was lonely and I needed a, a husband and was willing to be my husband. This is not a good enough answer. It's, yeah, the men are wrong, but us as women, we need to take responsibility as well. We need to take responsibility and we need to think about the consequences that marrying a, marrying a man is going to come with. And we need to question whether it's worth it. And even for yourself, is it worth the stress? Is it worth getting into this and having a breakdown yourself? And he ends up divorcing you because, you know, it's causing too much problems now for the first marriage. So he can't keep you around. So he leaves you off and you're divorced. Is it worth going through all that stress? Is it not better to wait for a man that is, you know, uh, practicing, that is willing to do his role properly, that is willing to look after you and love you and take care of you and give you your rights? A man that you can stay married till, you know, until you die? A man that you can proudly look at and say, do you know what, he's my husband and he does his job correctly. He is the wali of my house. We need to take responsibility as women. But these men, you know, subhanAllah, don't know what the leaders of, of our community are doing because they're, they're focusing on so many other things. But what needs to be focused here is, is you need to come back teaching these, these boys how to be men.
And it, you know, if you want to educate men about any sunnah, go and educate men about the sunnah of being a man. Teach them, give them lessons of, of, of our previous predecessors, of our Sahaba and the men that we had and how they treated their women, how they were involved in the community, how they looked after their children, how the Prophet was to his wives. He didn't just have all these wives and treated them badly and didn't provide for them, didn't look after them. Not even not one of the Prophet's wives had a bad thing to say about him. Do you think that it's because he mistreated them or that he didn't provide for them? No, he was a good man. He did his role correctly. He was the best man walking on this uh, that walked upon this earth. Yeah, every woman looks up to him, every man looks up to him. You have to think about why that is. Anyways. And uh, I could go on and on and on and on, but reality, in regards to polygamy, it's a beautiful thing, but it's it, it's it's been turned it's been turned into a a, a very ugly thing. And I, what I see, I see, is the women suffering. I see it's the women having to pick up the pieces. And the story yesterday that I saw was of a sister that I I I'm, I'm I saw I don't know her personally, but I I've I've seen her face to face. I've met her face to face when she was taken on as a second wife, and I've met her when she had her young child, and she looked absolutely sane, absolutely fine, beautiful young lady. And I've seen her now. She's complete psychotic, insane. Try to do, you know, madness out there. She's, you know, she's left Islam. She's not practicing. She's just, if, and if you see how she looked before and you see how she looks like now, she just, it, it's not even the same woman anymore. You know, and this it has to stop. When is it going to stop? When is it going to stop? When are we going to stop breaking women? As women, we came into Islam and especially Rivas, they come into Islam expecting to be honored, expecting to be respected, expecting to be looked after. And when they take on a husband, that they, they are uh, going to be into a union that is going to be um, honoured, is going to be uh, taken, uh, you know, it's an important, it's an important responsibility. And they're going into this union, for, you know, full, full heart that they are going to be married. They're going to be a married woman who is going to be loved and taken care of and respected and be treated right and given her, given her rights. And that this man is going to uphold his position and do what is right. Yet the opposite is happening. And then people wonder why there's such a high rate of divorce. Women are being shocked right, left and centre. I mean, non-Muslim men are behaving better than some of the Muslim men we have. Yes, you know, you can say, oh, you're talking about all the bad, 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 bad that Muslim men do. Yes, there are great men out there. I know that. I have a good one, you know, alhamdulillah. There are great men out there. There are others who are doing their roles properly. But unfortunately, there's much, much more men who ain't doing their role properly. And there's, there's more chaos because of them. So, you know, things need to change. Things need to change. And if, it's, if the men are willing to change, then us women need to, need to take responsibility and put their foot down. And if these men are coming to us, we need to send them away. And we need to put them in their place and tell them that they need to go and fix up and sort themselves out before they can actually come and step to assistance. and say, I want to marry you. Anyways, you know, what are your views? What, you know, I'm, you know, do you think I'm going extreme in regards to this? Or, you know, what are your views? How can we tackle this? How can we deal with this issue? How can we make men understand that, you know, they cannot continue treating women like rags, you know, like a, like a mat that you can just change whenever it gets dirty or whenever it's not needed anymore. 
you know, how can we tackle this issue and how can we move forward? And, you know, and how can we help these sisters that have undergone these issues and not judging them based on the fact that they've, you know, they've had a mental breakdown and they're feeling low and their iman is low and they've left Islam. How can we bring these sisters back and how can we help them get back on their feet and make them understand that this is not Islam? This is not Islam and this it's not your fault that this has happened to you. What are your views? Let me know. I look forward to hearing your opinions. Till next time. Assalamu alaikum.